take you now to Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Duffy's Tavern, what are you late? Meet me, Archie DeMange is speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Huh? A pink elephant just walked into the room? Duffy, you better take another look. Yeah, that's what I thought. Just Mrs. Duffy in a nightgown. Now I'm going over the books for 1945. Yeah, I'll call you back. Now, let me see here. The uh, black ink is the liabilities, and the red ink is the assets. What you doing there, Miss Archer? Uh, don't bother me now, Eddie. Now, let's see. First, we take the overhead. We can raise that up. <laughs> now, that'll make room for the fiscal. See, that's $23,840. Now, next we take cash on hand, 85 cents. <laughs> Let's see, that's a difference of, uh, let me see. You push the 85 into the 23. Uh-huh. Thank you, Eddie. <clears throat> that gives us 623. Now, carry the three. That's 2436. Scratch out the six and carry the three. That's uh, 7623. Carry the three. That three is a pest. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, gives us six uh, decimal point. Uh, 843,000. Eddie, I think there's a shortage. Did you shove over all them ziphers? Every one of them. Holy cat, if these figures don't come out even, I'm really going to be in a hole. Hello down there. <laughs> I can't account for such a big loss. I think I better go over the figures again. Well, you got two million. Want to try for four? <laughs> What a bookkeeper. What a bookkeeper. What do you mean? What are you talking about? I've been doing this stuff for years. Perhaps you forget that I was only the head bookkeeper of the oyster division of the Fulton Fish Market. I beg your pardon. Of course. And the owner of the fish market, uh, Sir Isaac Fulton himself, he used to think I was a genius. He'd look over the books and say, Archie, you've got the greatest fish head i ever seen. <laughs> Why, was I fast at figures, like crazy lightning, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, but did you get the right answer? 
Well, you got to sacrifice something for speed. <laughs> you know, maybe that's what it is. Maybe me mind is working too fast for me pencil. I think I better go over these figures again, just in me head. Well, that gives you a nice, spacious working quarter. <laughs> yes. Well, let me see here. Eighty-five cents into two, three, eight, four, north. Now, we take the zero. Uh, hot. <laughs> That makes it double zero. Uh, now, we kill a hypotenuse. Say, Art, you're ignoring me. Oh. Oh, I just come in to tell you that uh, I got a job delivering orders for Colucci the fruit peddler. You got a job working for Colucci? Uh, only temporary, Art. His horse is laid up. Yeah. I'm glad to hear you're working. Uh, maybe you can pay us some of the dough you owe us. Okay, Art. Uh, to what extent am I delinquent? <laughs> you are extinct to the delinquency of 45 cents. For what? For six dinners. <laughs> and 12 cocktails. No, but uh, that don't come to 45 cents. You'll forget the carrying charges. <laughs> Oh, no, you don't, Arch. I walked out of here. Then again, carrying charges as bookkeeper. Now, tell me, uh, <clears throat> how much is Colucci uh, paying you per diem? Per diem? Yeah. Per week. Oh. Uh, uh, let me... Oh, he pays me a quarter. Then again. Colucci is paying you a quarter a week? Yeah, but it ain't as good as it sounds, Arch. I got to work 14 hours a day. <laughs> but Finnegan, the guy is jipping you. I bet you he paid the horse more than that. Yeah, but Arch, I'm just starting. <laughs> I can't compare myself to a horse with five years' experience. <laughs> Besides, you know, with the... There's a chance for a steady job. How do you mean? Well, you know that horse ain't getting no younger. <laughs> Say, by the way, uh, what time is it? It's uh, ten after five. Oh, boy, I better get back to work quick. Oh, wait a minute. What's the rush? Well, the horse only takes ten minutes for dinner, and I don't want Colucci to think I'm expecting favors just because I'm a human being. Well, <laughs> uh, so long, Arch. <laughs> Got to figure how much money is owed to us. <clears throat> oh, yeah, here it is. Accounts payable. Uh, Bunch Wagon, the butcher, owes us 80 cents. Chin Lee, the French dry cleaner. Uh, <laughs> 20 yen. There we are. Cavendish, the undertaker. Hmm. You think he'd pay his bills after all the business he's got out of this joint, huh? Yeah. It would just serve him right if we improved our food. Yeah. Here's another one. Joe Hennessy. Dinner for two. Thirty-five cents. He can afford to pay. I'm going to get that guy a ring. Hello? Oh, hello, Mrs. Hennessy. 
Look, I've just been going over our books, and according to our records, your husband brought you in here for dinner last Tuesday, and he didn't... Huh? That wasn't you he brought in. <laughs> Ain't you a tall blonde with a red hat? Oh. Oh. Well, uh, when he gets out of the hospital, tell him to drop in and see <laughs> Diplomat you are. Huh? What a diplomat you are. Well, Hetty, how was I supposed to know the dame wasn't his wife? They was fighting all through dinner. <laughs> now, let's see. I think everybody on this block must owe us money. Look at here. Spaganucci, a dollar twenty. Kakalaski, sixty-five cents. Damianovich, Goldberg, Giannini, Mark Schneller, Epstein, Jones. Jones. <laughs> What's this neighborhood coming to? <laughs> Hello? Uh, oh, oh, hold the line. Uh, Miss Duffy, you want it on the phone. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hello? Oh, hello, Clarence. Yes, this is your gorgeous, beautiful doll. Has he got the wrong number? <laughs> um, what? Oh, Clarence. But Clarence, that isn't fair to Lana Turner. This guy must have a snoot for What am I doing tonight? Well, I have a date, but... Huh? Either I go out with you or you'll kill yourself? He'd be much better off. <laughs> Hello, Clarence. What? You think I'm what? Oh, Clarence. That's very flattering. But after all, you only saw me that one night. That explains that, but I ain't never seen her in the daylight. <laughs> I'll see you at the Bijou at 8 o'clock. Will you, uh, be in uniform? Okay, darling. Just a second. Ain't this Clarence the usher at the Bijou? Yeah. I thought so. In uniform. <laughs> Ain't he the one up in the second balcony? I'll have you know that he is now on the main floor. Oh. They probably grounded him on account of his eyesight. <laughs> Look, Miss Duffy, will you take your mind off, guys? I'm having trouble with these books, and we got to straighten them out. Now, will you please explain your filing system to me? Yes, it's very simple. I keep all the paid bills under P and the unpaid bills under U. It's what they call the PU system. <laughs> yes, it certainly does. <laughs> and by the way, there's a couple of paid bills here, okayed by you, that I don't understand how they got in there. What do you mean? This item here. Armed Forces Transportation, $5. How come? Well, you don't expect me to come home from the Navy Yard at 3 o'clock in the morning in the subway, do you? Oh. <clears throat> Miss Duffy, how am I going to explain this item to your father? Well, Archie, you know, uh, sometimes figures can stand a little padding. You ought to know. Now <laughs> beat it, will you? Pad the figures. What an idea. What an idea. <laughs> hey, maybe there's some madness in our method. Archie. Oh, hello, Mr. Miller. Hey, maybe you could help me. Uh, do you know how to keep books? Oh, sure. Don't lend them to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
I juggle these figures. I can change the zero to a digit. Uh, turn the six upside down to look like a nine. Then I can plug up the holes in these trees so they look like eights. Had the wings of the Wait a minute, Eddie. Don't be such a wise guy. The figures are right here in the books in black and white. Mm, black and white, huh? Better get used to them colors. You may be wearing them. <laughs> How could we fake these figures so they could come out honest? Uh, I got it. We'll take an inventory. Inventory? Why not? Mr. Archer, you could list our complete stock on the back of a nickel without crowding the buffalo. <laughs> Never mind the comments. You just help me take the inventory. Now, uh, you call off the items, and I'll jack them up. I mean, put them down. Now, first, open that box there and uh, give me the count on the silverware. Silverware? Let's see now. Teaspoons, six. Tablespoons, six. Soupspoons, six. Dessertspoons, six. Total number of spoons, six. <laughs> Okay, I'll put it down. Spoons, six, dean, dozen. <clears throat> now, next item, Eddie, the dishes. Uh, how many uh, finger bowls are there? A finger bowl? Just them same two down there. <laughs> right. Six brass finger bowls. Now, uh, <laughs> next, China. Oh, ain't they having enough trouble? I'm talking about the chinaware, already. Now, uh, cups and saucers. Okay. Uh, four china coffee cups slightly chipped on the outside. Six cups chipped inside. Four cups, no handles. Eight handles, no cups. <laughs> china set incomplete. Only 116 pieces. Now, uh, next to plate. Uh, how many pieces? Uh, just, just a second, I'll count them. Four, eight, twelve, sixteen. Wait. Two thousand pieces. <laughs> now, what else have we got? Uh, oh, yes, the, the canned goods. Uh, let's count the canned goods. Uh, including or excluding, Mr. Moriarty? <laughs> Don't be so whimsical. I'm talking about the canned goods that will still be canned goods in the morning. That's still Mr. Moriarty. Look, I gotta get this thing finished. Now, would you mind to please just count the cans? Okay, okay. Let's see. One can of tuna fish. Two tuna. Two pea soup. Split. Oh, just leaking a little. <laughs> yes, uh, three tomatoes. That's six tomatoes. Four mock turtles. Uh, real or imitation? I can't tell. The label is covered up by the condemned stamp. <laughs> well, that's all on this shelf. Wait a minute. Uh, what about that rusty can over there? Where? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, what does it say? Uh, with women who know their soup best, it's camels two to one. Signed, Betsy Ross. <laughs> <laughs> now, just a second, Eddie. It can't be that old. Oh, no? Take a look. That NRA eagle ain't no squab. <laughs> Okay, I'll put it down. Uh, two cans of vintage soup. Now, uh, what's that jar on the next shelf there? What jar? Oh, that's some pickled pig's feet that Duffy himself put up. 
Duffy put up? Okay. One jar of pickled pig's feet, untouched by human hands. <laughs> now, uh, leave us take the free lunch next, Betty. All right. Let's see here. Six salami sandwiches, six liverwurst, and two indifferent. What do you mean, indifferent? After they get past a certain age, it's hard to tell. <laughs> okay, we'll call them chicken salad. <laughs> Forty chicken salad sandwiches. Hello? Oh, hello, Duffy. Huh? Is who here? The accountant you sent down to look over the books. But Duffy, you can't... But Duffy... Okay, then let him come. I ain't got nothing to hide. Quick, Eddie, where are we going to hide these books? I don't. <laughs> I don't know where you go hide them. Young man, I would like to talk to you. I am Mr. Schmidlap, the CPA. Oh. Oh, the accountant. Oh, yes, yeah, we've been uh, looking forward to your acquaintanceship. Uh, Eddie, uh, the accountant just got here. Well, speak of the debit. <laughs> well, glad to see you, Schmidlap, old boy. Have a cigarette? Never touch them. Uh, bite to eat? No, thanks. Uh, have a drink? No, thanks. Well, uh, look, I got a couple of phone numbers. Uh... No, thank you. Smidlap, would you mind breathing into that mirror? I just want to see if you're alive. <laughs> My dear young friend, I happen to be a quiet, simple, happily married man with two little children. Two little Schmidlaps. <laughs> well, what an occasion this is. Eddie, Mr. Schmidlap here says he just had twins. Schmidt, to this, we got to drink a toast. But I didn't say anything of the kind, and I don't drink. It goes to my head. But, Schmidt, you got to on an occasion like this. What will your answer be if someday them sweet, innocent, little, blue-eyed, curly-haired cherubs come to you and say, Daddy, is it true that you refuse to drink a toast with us to Archie? Well... Okay, but just one. Atta, boy. Here you are. So the two little Schmidlaps. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. <clears throat> you stepped on that last bottom. Gee, this stuff isn't so bad at that. No, no, it's pretty good. Here, have another one. Hmm. No. Down the hatch. For he's a jolly good Schmidlap. For he's a jolly good Schmidlap. For he's a jolly good Schmidt lap, which nobody can deny. <laughs> you know, Schmidt lap, uh, by the way, what's your first name? Bartholomew. <laughs> you know, Schmidt lap. <laughs> I used to be an accountant myself. Oh, is that so? Certified? Nope, cast your eyes. <laughs> Ah, uh -huh, you know, this is the first fun I've had in years. Yeah, huh? Look, Schmidt, come here. I got a little redhead over here on 18th Street, and, uh, well, you're an accountant. You know what a round figure is. <laughs> of course. Well, this one is for you, and I know she's crazy about bookkeepers, so what will she do for an SPCA like you? <laughs> now, wait. No, I can't do it. I've got to keep this. I've got to keep the beast in me under control. After all, I'm a married man. Now, where are those books? Hmm. Right here, Schmidler. Go ahead, examine them. Go on, get over there in the corner and examine them. Hey, ain't you leading with your chin there, Miss Arthur? Yep, Betty. Just like a boxer leads with his chin to find out the other guy's weakness. This guy's weakness, we find out his dames. Or go, so we frame him with a dame that is not his wife. But suppose he gets wise. 
It's wise. What are you talking? This guy is so square, he blocks his own hats. <laughs> now, let me see. What dame could I get to help us out? Uh, I ought Well, <laughs> if it ain't Sea Biscuit. <laughs> what are you doing here? I thought you was out pulling Colucci's boat wagon. Yeah, but I couldn't take it, Art. What do you mean you couldn't take it? Uh, well... Pulling the wagon uphill was all right, but going downhill, it scraped all the skin off of me with it. Well, I'm glad you came back. I uh, got a little job here that you can help me with, Finnegan. Oh, swell. Anything human? Yeah, but I'll give you a whack at it anyway. Uh, now, come here. Uh, I'll tell you what I want you to do. Uh, hey, Eddie, watch the joint in case a customer comes in, will you? Okay, dreamer. Got me on a spot with them books, ain't he? It's the law of the jungle, Eddie. An eye for an eye and a dog for a dog. <laughs> now, you keep on it. Hey, Finnegan. Come here. Now, you remember what I told you. You remember when you're supposed to jump in, don't you? Oh, all right, Art. As soon as you say giddy up. Right. Yeah. Now, just stand by. Okay. Hey, uh, Miss Duffy, come here. What is it now? Uh, Miss Duffy, uh, you see that, uh, distinguished-looking gentleman over there with the high glasses working on the books? Yeah. He just told me he goes for you. And you know who he is? Who? Only Bartholomew Schmidlap. <laughs> the wealthy bachelor and playboy. Throws money around like a Confederate sailor. <laughs> Spend it. You see that fountain pen he's writing with? That's a lifetime fountain pen. This guy will use it once and throw it away. Oh, uh, he's beginning to sound interesting. But Archie, if uh, he's so crazy about me, why did he ignore me when he came in? Uh, well, he told me about that. He's got what they call a phobia. You know, a female phobia. <laughs> It seems that when he was a baby, he had a very ugly nurse, you see, who was cruel to him, so now he gets shy in the presence of ugly women. Oh, oh well, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't very well chase after him. What's the matter? Did you suddenly develop a Charlie horse? <laughs> huh. If you want a wealthy bachelor like that, you've got to go after him a little. Well, uh, how do you think I ought to approach him? How to approach him? Uh, I don't know. You 
Might tell him you want to write his life story for the Hobo News. Uh, <clears throat> look, what's the use of me telling you how to attack the guy? You'll, you'll figure out something. <clears throat> I'll be right with you. Hey, Bartholomew. Yes? Yeah, no, I told you I had a cute little doll lined up here. And I told you I wasn't interested. But, Schmidt, take a look at her over there. Look at that construction. <laughs> Plenty to go around, ain't there? <laughs> Ever seen anything like it before? No, has anybody? <laughs> A fair question. But where do you meet it? Hey, Toots, come here. Uh, Mr. Schmidlap, uh, shake hands with Toots. Here, Toots, uh, put your arm around Mr. Schmidlap. By all means. Gee, you're cute. Uh, now, look, young lady, I'm busy with these books, and I don't want to be bothered. Gee, he is shy, ain't he? Yeah, I told you. You'll have to be the offensive one. Oh. <laughs> well, that's no trouble at all. Oh. Come here, cutie, while I give you a little kiss. Now, just a second. Oh, come on. Atta girl, touch. Okay, I got him by the arm. Let me at him. Wait a minute, Miss Duffy. You don't have to go berserk. The idea is to take him alive. <laughs> Giddy up. Giddy up. Oh. <laughs> Unhand that woman, Bartholomew Smidlap, you fiend. Holy cat. Her husband. So, this is what happens behind me back when I'm out working like a horse. <laughs> Wait a minute, killer. Don't reach for that uh, knife. We ain't wiped up the blood from the last guy you killed. So slit this homewrecker's ears from throat to throat. <laughs> so monopolize him. How deep, how deep. Look out. Look out, Schmidlap, before he jumps for your throat. Dude, I'm going out to get me gun. I'll pump this white steeler so full of bullets, he'll never be able to get the lead out. Let me out of here. Oh, boy. <laughs> Are you in trouble, Bartholomew? But it's your own fault, you know. I, I told you not to make no passes at the dame. Boy, when your wife finds out what this guy shot you for, I'd hate to be in your spot. But if you could arrange not to mention anything about the book being short... Uh... <laughs> This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.